Alain's is quite good in the fact that it's everyone that yeah. uh, is respectful towards everyone. It's a very inclusive environment, it's a very safe environment. And I found that, you know, respect is like considering everyone, no matter who they are. What does respect mean to you? How do you take a broad feeling and define it as a school value? How do you embed that value across a school and make it meaningful for staff and pupils? Respect is due regard for the feelings and rights of other people, isn't it? I guess that's what respect is. So any school is going to want to have regard to the feelings of other people. I suppose Alain's in particular, partly because of our history, because of where we came from, because right at the heart of our foundation is this belief in the potential of people around us in our community and a desire to use education to make life better. That is just, that's what respect is, you know. So, so it's right there at the heart of who we were. And I guess it's, it's what education is in its wider sense. It's not just about thinking about people. It's also due regard for what you can be taught or what you can learn or what the world has to offer. It's, it's respecting yourself. It's taking yourself seriously as a young person or indeed an old person who has an open mind and an open heart and still wants to make the most of everything around them. So I guess that's what I think was respect is. And I think it was always there in Alain's and profoundly hope it always will be. That's Jane Lennon, head of Alain School, and this is Alain's Rock On, Respect, our new school podcast which seeks to dive deep into a broad range of subjects and transport you into the world of Alain's. This is our first series where we'll be focusing on our school values, respect, opportunity, curiosity, courage and kindness, referred to as the Alain's Rock, which signifies the rock on which the school is founded and from which every member of the school can draw power and purpose. Senior Deputy Head Andy Skinnard talks more about the importance of the value of respect in the 21st century. In our public lives and displayed on our screens and in our media and online are so many examples of disrespect and it's almost as if showing our disrespect has become a virtue. I don't mean by that protest, because I think that is respectful protest, respecting of, an, uh, of a cause that one is taking up and going to the right place to express uh, one's feelings. But I mean more generally the kinds of behaviours you see, even court cases that become celebrity court cases, where you see nothing about respect at all. So I think teaching of respect is quite an important feature and we have a system in place with our tutor groups, with our house assemblies, our section assemblies, whole school assemblies, and with our PSCHE and out lessons, where we can actually focus a bit on respect and perhaps the corollary of it, which is tolerance. Not tolerance in the sense of putting up with something, but actually respecting difference. And I think our children at Alain's are really very good at that because London is a city which offers a life where we are confronted by difference. Um, and I think that that educational aim to help our children respect difference is an important one and not just to respect our own sense of entitlement, if you like, and what we're deserved and what an expensive education should bring, but actually to respect how different stories can emerge from even a very similar background and people go in different directions 
And we need to be able to accommodate, if you like, people who make choices that aren't the choices we would have made, but to understand uh, that, that importance of autonomy and individual choice. That's, that's a challenge for every young person. I think our pupils are good at it, but I think we need to work on it because I think we live in an increasingly intolerant public space. Culture wars are, are part of that, but by no means all. I think our political life... Um, perhaps even our sort of social financial fabric in recent years has become more and more polarised. So it's a very important matter for us as a school to to grapple with. And alongside that, of course, comes the importance of diversity, which we have worked on, gender, matters that we've worked on rather specifically in the school in recent years. Year 12 student Sam provides more detail on the work the school has done to address gender equality. I think we made a conscious effort towards gender equality earlier on this year during International Women's Day and throughout that week because there were talks throughout that week specifically on gender equality in both sport and the workplace. And I know I went to one which sort of talked about how it impacts people in developing countries and how there's still quite a big pay gap there. Even if it's closing in the developed countries, we've still got to be conscious of areas around the world which aren't as progressive as us and I think that was really important because sometimes you don't really focus on stuff like that. As a whole people should feel as if they're being respected, they'll respect others and the whole society will be improved. Year 12 student Max and Deputy Head of Upper School Sarah Smiddy, who is leading on the gender equality work at Allen's, goes on to talk about the school's response to the Sarah Everard case. The way that school responded was really good. I think that um, I was really impressed with how they dealt with it. I think the school uh, got everyone together, kind of uh, boys separate from girls, and basically sat them down and told them how people felt about women on the streets and how they felt unsafe. And what was really surprising to me was this kind of um, reaction that some women had on the streets of uh, men just being having their hoodie up in, in the night. I, I never, ever considered that being a threat, but... When you consider it from the other perspective, it was actually really eye-opening because, mm. I mean, yeah, that, is, that looks terrifying to a woman on the street. And I think, that's, I think that overall it's made me really considerate on the street to make sure that no one feels unsafe, no one feels vulnerable, everyone feels comfortable, as they should really. It's a human right to be able to walk on the street. But hearing, so I've spoken to quite a lot of the other boys about this yeah. as well, and, and hearing that that's how their female friends felt. I know you've got a sister and, and thinking how your friends feel on the street. And, and they were like, oh my God, I never knew that girls and young women felt like this. And now you supporting them yeah. and them feeling supported is what I think is one of the major things that we've done this year and, and just promoting awareness amongst young men has been important. I mean, yeah, I genuinely found it shocking when I found out how specific the problem was. I mean, in terms of like, not, well, they aren't little details, but like to me, they were little details, like keeping your hoodie up, walking behind someone. I never considered that to be an issue. And when it was put into perspective to me, it was almost like, oh my God, this is, this is so obvious. This is, this is like, you, you would actually look so menacing to anyone really. So I've made a really conscious effort to make sure that even if I've got my headphones in, I'm looking up and I'm making sure that if there's someone that looks afraid or vulnerable, I'm, I'm moving across the street, making sure that they feel safe in their own space. It's so nice though that, 
you guys are, are aware of that now and and you're really getting involved and and it, I think the girls really appreciate it having spoken I've spoken probably more to the girls than than to the boys and I think that they really really appreciate that the pastoral care of Alain's pupils is of great importance. Andy Skinnard talks further about how boundaries within a pastoral setting can help garner the value of respect. Respect is both a sort of one that is based on people, but it's also one that must uh, be about boundaries as well. We must respect what we are at school for, whether we're uh, members of staff or whether we're pupils. And our structures help those boundaries to be clearly understood. So uh, if a pupil is concerned, pupil knows uh, members of staff to whom she or he can go. And we don't actually say that a pupil has to go to her or his tutor, but the pupil will always meet a tutor every day. And we hope that the pupil has a good relationship with the tutor, a trusting one, and the tutor will have the first sight of the pupil uh, at the beginning of the school day and can notice changes over time perhaps which might show that there's a pastoral need that is emerging but the pupil also um, develops relationships with with teachers with non-academic staff non-teaching staff for instance I mean a very good example is six formers who get to know the members of staff in the EA Bean or the Sixth Form Centre really well. And so there are, there are lots of eyes on each other, if you like, on, in, in the community, on the wellness of, of people around. And that means our kind of structure of tutor group, of house, of section, and of uh, members of staff who are employed in activities that the pupils understand, for instance, the, you know, some of the administration that goes on and they know to whom to go if there are any worries, means that we can hold our pupils in decent respect, respect for what they're trying to do, and they can find somebody if they're in difficulty. So I think it's a, it's a sort of uh, structure that enables the people to respect each other and to aim for the best for each other. The right to be respected is won by respecting others. Vasil Sukomniski. Alain's alumna, Alice Moxley, Ropers 2009, reflects on how she gained respect from teachers. I think it's really interesting thinking about that time between like being a younger teenager and being quite disruptive and I, I'm sure it's it probably is still the same like year nines are a nightmare <laughs> I don't know but we were as a year group and everyone's really hormonal and they don't know where they're going and it's all a very confusing time um, I think that I somehow really shifted my focus and really started to get involved in the school and that served me really well I started to really contribute to school life and I think I then started to really gain the respect of my teachers around me and I had some really good relationships with teachers, I think because of that and being engaged and really wanting to learn by sixth form and that was, that was super enjoyable. I think, yeah, leaving school was really difficult. I, I just went and saw my old history teachers and um, you know, I, saying I did a term at Exeter doing history and then I dropped out and I think one of the reasons I dropped out of doing history was because we had six hours of contact a week and I just 
was so used to being busy all the time. And we were really like, kind of really allowed to be entrepreneurial here, I think. Like I was saying, we started this uh, Levers, not Levers Ball. No, the Levers Ball was already there. We started this middle school year 11 prom. And that was a thing that we kind of came up with and we went and asked and, and then we were allowed to do it. It was definitely like quite a spirit of being able to be innovative here and, and have the respect from the teachers in order to do that. Alice is now the CEO and founder of Social Enterprise Pivot, which empowers people experiencing homelessness to pivot their lives through making and selling jewellery. Alice goes on to share her learnings on how her organisation creates a respectful environment. Really try to listen to everybody. The way that the social enterprise works is that we take a lot of our direction from our makers and that feels very important. One of our senior leadership team came through our hostel programme. So really conscious of not coming in with this privilege and telling people how your life should be and, and really listening to other people, doing so much listening. <laughs> but I think also like acknowledging when you've done something wrong, acknowledging when you've made a mistake, not being scared of making a mistake because actually that's how we as a, we're not just a social enterprise, we're also a startup. And so we have to be super lean and agile and all of those, you know, words. But, you know, we have to be able to make mistakes and embrace failure. Failure is really important. Active listening is one of the characteristics of respect in action. Hear more from pupils Max and Sam on what they took away from a recent assembly on pride given by Dr Moore. It, I think it's very useful. I think he uh, included a lot of facts, such as like, uh, which was actually shocking. He talked about Northern Ireland only getting rights to gay marriage in January 2020. I thought that was actually really surprising. And I think the assembly really helped us realise how movements are only being made very recently. Whereas I think in a school like Alain's, because we're doing so much, we would often, well, I mean, it's not uncommon for us to assume that the world is like that. And I think what was great about the assembly is it did help us wake up and realize that in order to change the world, we have to go out and do something because respect isn't prevalent everywhere. And uh, it's actually made me feel like I want to do more for the community, not just in London, but for the world as well. We want to promote those values, don't we, as, yeah. as members of the Alliance community. Sam? Yeah, I'm with Max. I'm a football guy. And the World Cup League this year is in Qatar. And they've said yeah. they, they won't change and accommodate uh, people who are homosexual and that they, their laws will stay the same, which sort of shows how people are behind. And that's why it's really important that we're doing the Pride March this year at Alliance. So we're having not just a national but an international impact. Because I think things like that, we really do want to change because everyone should feel welcome when they're going to World Cup because that's got people of cultures from everywhere, from east to west, north to south. Mm. Mm. Like a stick of rock, respect can be seen through the many layers of Alain's and beyond. As Socrates, the Greek philosopher, said, Regard your good name as the richest jewel you can possibly be possessed of. For credit is like fire, when once you have kindled it, you may easily preserve it. But if you once extinguish it, you will find it an arduous task to rekindle it again. The way to a good reputation is to endeavour to be what you desire to appear. We hope you enjoyed Alain's Rock On. Respect. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to our channel wherever you get your podcasts. With thanks to all staff, students and alumni who made this podcast possible. Narrated by me, Vice School Captain Olivia, produced by Sarah McGee and edited by the Bonjour Podcast Agency.